0: was 2018 I landed in LaGuardia Airport in New York City hopped in an uber and headed over to Harlem that's where I'd meet a friend who's a publicist there who was having a dinner with the who's who of media in New York that's also where I would formally meet the host for that night Jackie Reed you probably remember her from the Tom Joyner morning show if you listen and You probably have seen her on WNBC in New York and on the NBC affiliate in Boston where she has talk shows on both stations. Jackie is not just a journalist. Jackie is an activist. You know, I like to bring people on to the show that are not only my friends, that not only sit at the intersection of tech, culture, and business. You may know who they are, But you may not know everything that they're experts in. Jackie and I had a conversation today that may surprise you. We talk about what you ingest, what you wear, what you put on your skin. She's vegan. And I don't know about you, but I thought veganism was just something of a diet. But there's much more to it if you go all the way vegan. Jackie explained. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you television journalist and vegan lifestyle enthusiast and expert, Jackie Reed. It's so good
1: to see you. Good to see you It's been a while. I know. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad we're doing this.
0: Hey everybody, I'm so excited to have my friend. Jackie Reed on the line. She's a TV host. She's on WNBC. You might even see her in Boston. You've heard her on the Time During the Morning Show. You might even have heard her podcast with another Reed, Joy Reed. Read this, read that. And on top of that, she's a vegan and she's going to tell us more about it. Hey, Jackie, how are you doing?
1: Hey, I'm good.
0: Good. Thank you for joining the Culture Soup podcast.
1: It's my pleasure. What are you want
0: to these days? You're seeing busy. I
1: know, really busy. I just posted something new on my new vegan lifestyle uh, digital publication, Vegan Sexy Cool. I just posted something about one of my favorite designers. Uh, Stella McCartney so I'm always wow. working I'm still in the office here at 30 Rock um, where I do my 2 TV shows I have a meeting later today I have a group of interns here I just let them go home for the day mm-hmm. I'm busy I got a lot going on
0: Well it's good to be busy It's good it to be busy cuz it means you're needed and it means you get paid
1: Well and you know when you do work that you love um that makes a difference too That features Absolutely your
0: soul. Absolutely. Well, Jackie, one of the things that I like to do, especially when I have friends on that people may know, is talk about things they wouldn't necessarily think we'll talk about. So, you know what? We're members of NABJ. I think that's probably how we met. The last time I saw you was in New York last year, I think it was.
1: Has it been a year? At the dinner Mm
0: -hmm. at the Harlem restaurant. Yes. With Giselle Phelps. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. And maybe I might have caught a glimpse of you at NABJ this year. I'm not sure.
1: I was there. You were there. I was
0: there for a blink.
1: It was a blur. I mean, I was there for the entire time. Well, I got there on Thursday, but Mm -hmm. I left on Sunday. So it was good. I'll definitely be at the next NABJ. Yeah, Miami was great. DC
0: will be even better because I think it's a, what, it's an anniversary, right? It's a milestone. I
1: think think it is. And it's also unity. We also um, combine our conference with the Hispanic journalists, so it'll be good.
0: Right. But I tell you, the one thing that intrigued me, you know, we're friends on on Instagram, Mm. and I see that you talk about veganism a lot.
1: All the time. All the time. It is my passion. I want everybody to be vegan.
0: Okay. Well, (laughs) we'll talk about that in just a minute. How about we have a culture soup moment? Okay. Okay, great. So, look, we're talking about veganism. I have noticed that there are more black vegans out there than I have ever known in my entire life. And people seem to have leaned in on it, maybe because there's more access to information online. What do you think?
1: I think there's not only more access to information, but there's better um, food out there for you Mm. to eat. There's the slutty vegan, which I know everybody (laughs) has heard of. The sister, who's a Clark Atlanta University graduate, and also my sorority sister, Delta Sigma Beta Sorority Um, Incorporated. We love you. Greek love. Greek love. (laughs) Greek love. But she's based in Atlanta and she's doing her thing, you know, but there are also great products out there. Like on my um, website, I write about um, Miyoko's cheeses and other types of food that make great vegan cheeses and, Mm -hmm. um, all kinds of products that they make. I love vegan butters and things like that. There are so many vegan restaurants. There's more out there, um, to choose from there. There's so much great food out there and there's much more information as you said Mm -hmm. online. I mean, I think it was, it might've been Forbes or economy, um, magazine called 2019, the year of the vegan. Mm. Um, because there's so much going on. I mean, you know, with Impossible um, Foods, with the Impossible Burger and, Mm -hmm. you know, Beyond Burger, there's so many things now in your everyday grocery store that you could not get before um, that are plant-based.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, you know, and it's so important because you can't just, boom, be vegan, go out and grab yourself some carrots and some some broccoli Mm -hmm. and call it a day. You have to do some acrobatics, wouldn't you think, when it comes to— well, substituting things that, I mean, because you weren't always vegan, right? So right. you have to substitute some things that you really liked. You mentioned butter, mm-hmm. a vegan butter and vegan yeah. cheeses. You can't just, you can't just eat cheese from a cow anymore, right?
1: Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there, there's so many things out there, but it's no different than when you go to the store to buy cheese, mm-hmm. you just buy vegan cheese instead. So okay. it's really, it's really just kind of trying different things you know, there's so many different types of products out there. Some sometimes people may say, mm, I don't like vegan food because they went to one vegan restaurant or they mm-hmm. tried one type of vegan cheese or one type of vegan milk or one type of, you know, plant-based yogurt. And they're like, mm, I don't like it. The food's not good. Well, just like you could go to a rest, a regular restaurant that serves, you know, meat and cheeses and other things like that. You may go and have a bad experience because the right. food was good. Everybody Everybody can't cook. Everybody right. should have a restaurant. Just True. because it has vegan on it doesn't mean it's automatically going to be delicious. Right. I mean, I cook all the time. I use um, the purple carrot meal prep delivery where they deliver you the ingredients, kind of right. like Blue Apron, and right. you make the food. I cook their food almost every night. And their food is delicious. But every once in a while, I get a recipe that's like... Mm. or every once in a while I may, you know, roast some cauliflower a little bit too long, or I may mix something up because I'm following instructions, which are really easy to follow, but I may mix it up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it may not come out the way that it's supposed to. So just like that, I, I just encourage people to just continue researching, continue trying new things and don't base their, um, decision to be vegan or not vegan, um, based on one experience with vegan food. Right. Um, but, but as you were saying earlier, it, it is for some people about substitutions. There are others who just use, you know, uh, there are a lot of people who are raw vegans, right. Mm-hmm. Who eat food that's cooked to a very low temperature or just completely raw. And they just eat what's grown in the ground or comes from trees and that's it. You know, they right. don't do the substitutes. They don't do the impossible burgers and things like that. That's not for me Yes. Mm-hmm. I may evolve into that. I'm not going to do the raw thing, but I may lean away from processed foods, right. which is not good for us anyway. Right. Um, but just like we eat processed foods, you know, those who are not vegan eat processed foods. There are processed foods in the vegan world. You yeah, absolutely. can be vegan and out of shape you know, Mm -hmm. and you can be non-vegan and out of shape. You can be vegan and very healthy and you can be, you know, non-vegan and healthy, but you'll be healthier if you are vegan.
0: So is there a misconception that vegan is only what you eat? Is it also the things like beauty products and and shampoos. and Cause I've seen, you know, a friend in Detroit, Melissa Butler has a whole line. The lip of vegan, bar. Yeah. The lip bar. Vegan I makeup.
1: A, I have a story on her on my website. <laughs> oh, awesome. um, yeah, she's amazing. And I know her and I knew her when she was just starting, mm-hmm. um, her business and she always wanted it to be vegan because yes, it's true. It's a misconception. A lot of people think vegan and they think food. Mm-hmm. It's so much more than that. When you are a true vegan, um, then it, it it is what you wear. It is the clothes that you put on your back. You don't consume or exploit animals in any way. You don't okay. buy any, any products that do the same. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, there's makeup. You know, there are clothing lines. Like I just talked about Stella McCartney, but there are mm-hmm. so many more. And there are even cars now that are vegan in that wow the interior of the cars don't have leather. They have products that are, that are non-animal products. So yeah, that, that is a, a, and, and that's why I started Vegan Sexy Cool because I am a true vegan in every sense of the word. I no longer buy leather suede Mm -hmm. or anything that, um, exploits animals. Um, so it's my entire, and makeup, I only use makeup when I can. I'm still trying to transition because when professionals do my makeup at work, right. I can't expect for them to use certain products yet, but I'm yeah. working on changing that. It's a, it's a process. I the that's was a the process. first part it is, but it's not hard because all yeah. you have to do is there's so many websites out there like ethical elephant mm-hmm. and there's uh PETA is a great resource. And a lot of people think about PETA and they're like, oh, they're crazy, but they actually are a great resource for those who want to learn about veganism and for going vegan, they have a great beginner's guide right. for people out there that you can download. And if you want, they'll connect you with a coach for free that'll help you along your vegan journey. Because wow. they really want everybody That's to go vegan. Yeah, it really is helpful.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Let's level set. There's vegan, there's vegetarian, yes. right? That's different
1: very different. Okay. Yeah. Tell us the difference. So vegetarians will still consume dairy products, Okay. right? They don't eat meat, but they do eat other products from animals, milk, cheeses, eggs, things like that. Vegans, mm-hmm. no animals okay. because we know that. And you know, again, if you do the homework, you'll see that when you think about it, think about dairy like this. When women you know, when women, humans are pregnant, their breasts, um, you know, fill up with milk, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. that when they have the children, they can breastfeed. Right. So cows don't just walk around with milk. Right. They, the, they they've just had calves. They've just mm-hmm. had their babies. And what happens is after they give birth, those calves are snatched away from their mothers. They're mm. not allowed to milk on their mothers. They're not allowed to, you know, just to nurse, I should say Mm -hmm. on their mothers, they're not allowed to connect, you know, those babies are snatched away right away. Mm -hmm. And then those cows are hooked up to a pump and they're pumped for their milk and they never see those calves again. A lot of times those calves are killed. They're used for meat for, you know, for, for, for food Mm -hmm. uh, and other things. And those cows live their lives being impregnated, giving birth birth calves being snatched away mm. and being milked and they're in these tiny little stalls mm. they don't get to go out in the pasture and eat grass and live their lives like a lot of us think but right. a lot of us there, i didn't think about a lot of these things before of i became vegan. Yeah. i didn't think about it but when you really think about um the suffering um that goes on you know when it comes to wearing leather you know cows are drained while they're alive um so Ooh, i didn't know that yeah, so that the skin is in a particular condition, which wow. is better for creating clothing mm-hmm. and shoes and things like that. Um, and then, you know, they're bludgeoned to death or, you know, or they die during the process of being drained. I mean, it's horrific Jeez. when you do the work. And so for me, I had to say to myself, I had to say, okay. I could live my life and have my designer frocks and leather this and, mm-hmm. you know, suede that. I mean, I wouldn't buy a purse if it were not real genuine leather, right? Right. Or I could be a part of something bigger. Mm-hmm. I can be a part of something kinder. Um, do, if I could save 200 animals a year and keep them from suffering, then I could give up eggs. I could give up cheese.
0: That's an amazing stat, by the way. It's amazing. And everybody kiss that? I mean you can I can say so. two hundred animals 200, which may seem, a
1: year. Which may seem like a a lot. And here's the thing. Um, I feel like it was it's worth it to me. Being vegan never felt like a sacrifice to me. It felt like I was doing something, I was putting out kindness in the world and I was doing being a part of something that was much bigger than me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Much, much bigger than me. Yeah. And so every time I eat, I feel like I'm doing something good. I feel good. I feel good about what I'm doing. I feel good about this journey and it doesn't feel like a sacrifice at all. And I tell people all the time, you have to find your why. Mm -hmm. For me, it was animals, right? Mm -hmm. And along the journey, I found out that medically, there were a lot of benefits. I was having issues with my knees. I'm a runner. You know, I trained for two marathons Mm -hmm. and, um, my knees started bothering me, went to the doctor, was going to physical therapy. And, um, every time I would climb a flight of stairs, put on heels. And I got to the point where I was like, well, you know what? I'm getting older. I guess this is just something that I'm going to have to kind of live with.
0: Interesting. How we accept these things.
1: You accept it. We don't know. I'm going to be chronically, you know, have chronic knee issues, you know, because I don't want to take an Advil leave every morning. I don't want to be taking painkillers every morning, mm-hmm. even if they are over the counter. When I went vegan, I would tell you, I don't, it was, it happened so quickly. I didn't even notice it. Yeah. I was, I was walking upstairs and I noticed that my knees weren't hurting anymore. Mm. And this, this is the truth. Oh, I believe it. The heels that I was, I used to, and I have bunions on my, on my beautiful feet and I, and my bunions hurt and mm-hmm. it was because of inflammation and I would have to put on heels. My heels, my shoes started to get tighter. They weren't yeah. fitting. I bought shoe stretchers. I was like, I got to make this work because I don't want to buy all new shoes. I have a mm-hmm. great collection of shoes. Let me figure out how I can make them fit because my feet hurt. I would have to put on heels, let my feet adjust, let the pain kind of adjust and yeah. go away. Then I could walk in them, but I couldn't. You know, my knees wouldn't let me walk far. All of it gone. My wow. bones don't hurt. My knees don't hurt. Um, I wear heels all the time, and it's not a problem. I had a girlfriend of mine um, ask me just last week, and she was, we were talking on the phone. She was getting out of the car, and, you know, we went to uh, college and graduate school together, and she was, like, getting out of the car, and I heard some moans and groans, and mm-hmm. she was like, Jackie don't you have any aches and pains? She said, do you have aches and pains now at this age? And I said, no, I actually don't. Yeah. She was like, what? She was like, you make me sick. I said, hey, stop eating all those well, animals. food can make you sick. Say, <laughs> it, listen, food can be medicine mm-hmm. or it can be poison. It yes. is so easy for us to say, I'm not giving up meat. I love my ribs. I love my chicken wings. I love my cheese. I love my butter. So ask yourself, If you could be healthier, because we know that veganism will prevent and reverse heart disease, Mm -hmm. diabetes, um, high blood pressure, Mm -hmm. cancer. So if you could prevent growing older or being young and contracting these things or preventing these things, would you change your diet to do it?
0: Look, I gave up gluten. I'm not vegan. Yet, let me just say the not. more I read about these things, the yeah. more I'm like, wow, I should consider it. But just even in the conversation I had with Coach Jessie, um, yeah, two,
2: yeah. Love her. <laughs> two episodes Love her. ago,
0: yes, she was talking about how food can inflame us or it can heal us. It's yeah. exactly what you said. It's the and same thing when you understand how much better you can be, you know. I fight allergies, but it it occurred to me if I gave up gluten, they'd probably go away. And just in the last week, I mean, literally, I gave up gluten in the last week. The mucuses that I usually feel in the morning that are so tight on my vocal cords, they're more runny. Right. So I know
1: it's changing. It changes and it happens quickly. There's a mm-hmm. great movie that's soon to be on Netflix called The Game Changers. Mm-hmm. And it follows the story of this. It's a documentary. And it's the story of this athlete. I think his name is James Wilkes. Mixed martial arts mm-hmm. who had a serious injury in his legs. And so he wanted to figure out how he could recover faster. Mm-hmm. So he started doing research and he kept stumbling upon research that said a plant based Um, You know, diet will help you heal faster. Mm -hmm. So he discovered in his research all of these plant based athletes that were thriving, not runners, swimmers, Mm -hmm. cyclists, not just that football players, wrestlers, um, you know, boxers. Mm Mm weightlifters, they're all these athletes in these movies, in this movie, whose story you will hear who are plant-based and have been for a long time or they started after they were training and they are thriving. So when people tell you, you need protein, you're not going to be able to build muscle. Those are all myths. Where do think about the animals that we eat? Cows, pigs, they don't eat meat. Where do they get their protein? They They get their protein from plants. Yeah. So it's yes, just like, you know, and there are naysayers out there who I don't know if I think a lot of people feel there's some guilt in it. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people that just don't want to believe because they don't want to give up the things that they love. Right. You know, they don't want to give up those, you know, all the the leather clothing, you know, things that they have. And they don't want to give up the meat and the ribs and the, you know. It's, so it's a mindset.
0: Everything's a mindset. A mindset.
1: But it's it's like I say to black people, particularly because it really bothers me in our community um, that we're such slaves to food. You know, Nipsey Hussle, you know, before he died, mm-hmm. was being on a documentary, as you know, with Dr. Seabee. Right. Mm-hmm. Dr. Seabee, vegan. Right. Mm-hmm lifelong vegan. And one of his passions was changing the mindset in the African-American community. Right, And we have got to take control of our food. You know, it's almost, it's killing us. It, it, it's killing us to take pride in making um, meals out of scraps that were given to us as slaves yeah. and creating an entire cuisine. Listen, I get it. That's what we had to do back then. We don't have to do it now. Right. And we need to walk away from this thinking that um veganism is for white people right Right, right. it's it's carrots and broccoli and grass and you know walking around with no shoes and just walking in a field full of flowers when
0: our ancestors were in africa
1: yes being vegan so many of them
0: yes so vegan sexy cool tell us about the website
1: So Vegan Sexy Cool is my fabulous website, vegansexycool.com, and it's a lifestyle website. So as I was saying before, it's not just about diet. um, It's also about fashion and beauty and wellness and just overall living. And a lot of it is based on things that I've learned um, through my two year journey. And it's also things that I'm discovering along the way. And it just, I hope that people will find it whether you're trying to go vegan or you're not there yet, there's definitely interesting information there that you can learn from just like nutritional yeast. You know, there's some here on my desk at work here at NBC. I keep my nutritional yeast. You know, this is um, something that is very nutritious. Uh It's considered a superfood Uh and it has kind of like a nutty flavor to it. It's a powder Uh and it's a great source of protein. Wow. And so, you know, People, I I wrote a piece on there about um, sources of protein when you're vegan that you may not think of. It's not just Mm -hmm. nuts and beans. There's so many other things that are great sources of protein, and I do pieces on that. So I talk about everything, and it's just a fun journey. One thing that I don't do on there. Is try to hit you over the head with, you know, look at this bloody cow, you know, this dead pig. I don't do that because even though I'm passionate about that, that people knowing and being educated about what's happening with factory farming and animal cruelty in order for us to have, you know, meat and dairy products and vegan and and non-vegan clothing, Mm -hmm. um, Uh, It upsets me to see those things. So I don't want to turn people off and turn them away. I will give you links. And if you want to look at it on your own, that's on you. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to do that to people because I know it's hard. It's hard to watch those things and it's difficult. But I do encourage people to do the homework. And no, don't turn a blind eye to it because there are creatures out there that are suffering. Yeah. And it just is so unnecessary. It doesn't have to happen. I mean, I'm happy with the rise of, uh, impossible foods and mm-hmm. beyond burger, you know, uh, beyond burger, uh, partnered up with KFC and now they are working on a, you know, a vegan. Oh, wow, yeah, it's sold out in five hours in Atlanta. Jermaine Dupree, who is a 14 year vegan, hmm. um, was one of the first ones in line to try it, you wow. know? There's so many um people who are in the African American community that are vegan and I wanted to start vegan sex equal, cool not just to share information, but to kind of redefine veganism. You know. It's not, you know, like I said, this old stuffy you just can eat, you know, a handful of grass and, and that's <laughs> it, you know, and some hemp seeds and that's all you know there are great restaurants there's fabulous food there's great fashion there's fabulous makeup as you know about the lip bar there's a whole lifestyle out there that is very hip very fashionable and it's something that a lot of people will want to be a part of once they know about it right at least I hope that they do
0: what do you have to say to people who say gosh you know what I'd go vegan if I could just only afford it Is that a misconception?
1: It's a huge misconception. Think about this. How much do you pay for meat? Lots.
0: Lots. It's it's probably the most expensive thing in the grocery store.
1: Exactly. So Mm -hmm. let's take that off the grocery bill, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're eliminating that and whether or not you choose to buy, you know, Beyond Meat or a vegan cheese or vegan butter, you know, that's up to you. Right. Right. But there are a lot of foods out there that you can eat. You can make your own vegan burger. There's so many recipes out there. You can make your own. But buying beans and rice and grains and fruits and vegetables, that's not expensive at all.
0: And oh my goodness, they're doing so many things with cauliflower these days. Yeah. they Everything.
1: uh, I just roasted some last night. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And made this delicious um, tomato bisque with um, cashews and cauliflower. And I use a coconut milk to make it creamy. Oh, wow. Delicious, and I put Sounds a good. vegan pesto on top of mm-hmm. it. Girl, delicious! <laughs> it, it was good. Delicious. It was so good. So there's so many great people to follow out there. One of my favorites is a woman who's um, her social media on I want to say Twitter and Instagram is at Still Shouting. Okay. OG on the end. She's okay. a sister who I wrote about and if you go to vegansexycool.com, she was diagnosed with cancer um 20 something years ago and they gave uh-huh. her five years to live. Wow. And what did she do? They wanted her to take have chemo, radiation and stem cell. She turned down all three. Uh-huh. She went to um, a holistic clinic in North Georgia. Wow. And they put her on a vegan diet, gave her a lot of vitamin D and some other types of therapy. You can read yeah. more about it. Um, and she is thriving 20 plus wow. years. She had a very aggressive form of cancer. And so she, if you follow her, um, she does a lot of vegan soul food restaurants. I've tried yeah. her three. They are delicious. She makes a mac and cheese, so many other things. And she and her husband have a clinic in, Somewhere in Alabama, where the city escapes me right now, where she teaches people in the African-American community how to, how to cook plant-based yeah. meals. And her husband does physical therapy. Mm-hmm. They have, they're helping people to prevent things, like I said, like heart disease and diabetes and hypertension and cancer. Right. They're working with people in the black community to turn their lives around.
0: That's amazing. And yeah. we need it so badly.
1: We need we it so really badly. We really do. So Vegan Sexy Cool is a community. You know, nobody's going to make you feel guilty. It's information. It's a place where if you're thinking about it, you know, come on through and read some stuff. If you're doing it, if you're just starting this journey, come on through. We're doing some big things for November, which is, you know, World Vegan Month. So okay stuff going, that's a good time to give it a try. Yeah. January is also a good month to give it a try. They call it veganary instead of January. Yeah. No, you know
0: everybody goes on the Daniel fast. Yeah. So why not keep
1: at it? Why not just keep at it? Why <laughs> not keep at it and live a bit, little bit longer. Yeah. And for those of us who still have parents that are living, you know, I'm trying to get my mother to make the change and she is just so holding on to that yeah. those bibs and it's hard. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard. But she has so many medical issues where Mm -hmm. she would stop eating animal products it could change her life so I'm I'm not gonna give up on her but those of us who have older parents that are dealing with so many health issues think about if if you're you know talk to them about changing their diets Mm -hmm. it could really make a difference and keep them with you a little while longer Longer. and that's worth you know you can't even put a price tag on you cannot put a price tag on
0: You know what, Jackie? You do so much. Are yeah. you Are you speaking on this? Are you showing up, and or is it just on the blog right now? Do you have any well, visions for doing more?
1: Right now, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know me. I'm I'm gonna go as far as I can go with this. I am. Um, I just started it two months ago. Okay. I just launched Vegan Sexy Pool. A couple but you of months
0: had ago. you had the Instagram.
1: Because I used to follow it. Well, it was there, but I really wasn't. I just got it because I knew I was launching the website. So I would post a little bit here and there, but I wasn't. I was just gearing up to launch the website. And so now that the website is launched and up, you know, if you hear me on Tom Joyner every once in a while, I'm talking about vegan things Good. here on the television show. I'm doing more, but I'm planning to do more and more. Um, and if people go and subscribe to vegan, I'll have a newsletter starting on Monday That's awesome. and I'm going to be doing a weekly newsletter that'll have great announcements. I'm going to be doing events around the country.
0: Good.
1: Um. So there's so many things that I'm doing and gearing up for. I'm working with a great team and we are building and planning. So there are really some good stuff coming up and I'm going to invite you to everything. Please do. Cause I'm going to change you into a vegan.
0: You just <laughs> might, you just might look, I'm on, I'm right on the edge right now. Like yeah. seriously.
1: Yeah. It's, it, people think it's so hard, but it really isn't. And I tell people, just start with a purpose. Start with your why. Why do you want to be vegan? Mm-hmm. Is it for your health? Then do the research. Look at this documentary I was talking about, The Game Changers, soon to be on Netflix. If that doesn't change your mind, really? I don't know what will. When it comes to the health, if you're if you're compassionate, if you love your dog or cat, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Look into what's going on with other animals right. um, around the country. Look into the factory farming and the other animal abuse that's going on. And environmentally, you know, it's better for the environment to be vegan because a lot of those greenhouse gases and so many things out there. A lot of you know the rainforest situation mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. going on with the fires in Brazil. That was land that was being cleared and burned for animals right. so they can have, you know, so they can have more cattle for more beef. Right. You know what I mean? So environmentally, if that's your reason, you know, do the research, look into what's going on in the environment because of, um, you know, animals and factory farming and all of those things. Awesome, Take a awesome. look at it. Yeah. yeah.
0: But will. hey, read this, read that.
1: Yes, my podcast with the great Joy Reid. I know her as Joy Ann Reid, which is her actual name, but y'all know her as Joy Reid. Um, But she is my play cousin. We both work (laughs) here in the building. We are dear friends. And we were like, you know what? Let's do a podcast together and just have some fun. We both work really hard. Um, You know, Joy Ann is a rock star in the political world. And so the two of us just got together. We drink wine. We talk about our hair. We talk about hot topics. We talk about her kids. We talk about my veganism. I'm really trying to get her to go vegan. So we're all really actually on this week's episode. I have some some uh, vegan food being brought in. I did a story on a woman who makes um, Caribbean food. She makes these boxtails that are she is about to be the next vegan super uh, culinary superstar. I tell you, I met her at a vegan festival called Vegan Dale, and there was a line from her booth that just was going on and, <laughs> on and on and I went up to a sister in the line I said what are you in line for she said this woman's food is the best and she said she has voxtails I was like voxtails Foxtails. what's that she's like vegan oxtails I was like I love I- it I did a story on her. She is a rock star. I mean, she is now trying to figure out, and she's close. I think she says they figured it out how to ship her food across the country. She said she gets requests as far as London. Um, She's based in. I don't doubt it. I mean, her restaurant. We love
0: Caribbean food. I'm not even Caribbean. I've got Caribbean friends, and if they can figure out how to do these things, (laughs) they're going to do
1: it. it. She's doing vegan curry goat she does all kinds wow. of vegan food and if if you go to her website bad gal and it's it's badgyalvegan.com okay uh, and i also posted about her on my social media yeah. story about her on vegansexycool.com okay. so you can find her there um, but look at her menu it is incredible and wow. i get to taste that food this Friday. They're bringing it into the studio. Joanne and I went on and on. She was just so like, I don't want to eat no vegan oxtails, but she's going to eat them. <laughs> on this week. But Tell her try it. it. It sounds great. She's trying it. She didn't have a choice. If she she's has trying.
0: vegan roti, I'm sold.
1: Oh, my goodness. I don't know if she does, but she might. She Her might food, figure it out. <laughs> she might figure it out. She's on a mission.
0: Awesome. Jackie, where can everybody find you online? We know about vegansexycool.com, but on social media, where can we follow you?
1: I'm just at Jackie Reed, J-A-C-Q-E-R-E-I-D. You can find me there on everything.
0: Excellent. Excellent best of luck to you and your ventures you know all of my friends that come on they've got this entrepreneurial spirit that they just can't hold down so i'm very proud of you and may it just be blessed and everybody everybody become vegan (laughs) can i
1: say that yes you can do yes that's
0: awesome jackie thanks for doing the show
1: thank you honey it was so great to do it i'm glad i could do it
0: absolutely thank you so much okay bye what an awesome conversation with Miss Jackie Reed, a vegan extraordinaire and television journalist. Girl, you go. I'm proud of you. I don't know if I'm ready for vegan yet, but I am watching what I eat. So, very excited about that and hope to bring my little one along with me. So, yeah, by the time this airs, I'm going to be in New York City talking to the marketing form. For Opera America, and that's a group of all the marketers from opera companies across the country and even from Canada and sometimes from Latin America. We'll be talking about how to do it strategically. You guys, I'm going to be on the road for a while. I am going to see you in Austin, thanks to Mary Kay, at the Texas Women's Conference. Then I'm going to be at Lane College one more time. Then it's Wilberforce right after that. And then I have a few opportunities right here in Dallas and Fort Worth. Hearing more about it. Find us online at theculturesoup.com, on Instagram and Twitter at The Soup, and on Facebook at The Culture Soup Podcast. Until next week.
2: The Culture Soup Podcast is a production of No-Fast Communication, LLC.
0: The Culture Soothe Podcast is a registered trademark of No Silos Communications, LLC.